Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Master Your Mental Podcast. If you are new here, my name is Paris, and I am the creator and host of the Master Your Mental Podcast. I'm so happy to have you here to tune in and hear my amazing guests and I describe the ways we can leverage and shift our mindsets to take the best possible care of our mental health. I launched the podcast as a way to motivate, inspire, empower, and educate people on these interesting topics. My background and passion for this all stemmed from the field of psychology. After completing both my BA in psychology and my MBA in healthcare administration, my passion for mental health only continued to grow. As a result of this, I launched Master Your Mental to bring more awareness, tips, and conversations to the table about these topics. You guys might be wondering, what does the mental stand for? Well, it stands for mindset, engagement, nutrition, talk about it, accountability, and love yourself. These are all the building blocks that make up what Master Your Mental is all about. If you would like to learn more, become a guest, or connect, feel free to reach out to me by shooting me a message on any one of my social media platforms you guys can find in the link in my bio on my Instagram at master your mental. Now let's get into the episode guys. Hey guys, and welcome to this week's episode. I cannot wait to bring you the story this week of my amazing guest who I got connected with from a mutual friend that I'm going to be telling you guys a little bit about in the episode. But the reason I wanted to record this episode for you guys is because as you guys can tell, it is called Get Out of Your Head. And my guest and I are going to be diving into the meaning behind this episode, specifically when it comes to the thoughts that we're thinking and having had struggles of depression like my guest has had, who's going to be sharing his story today that is very powerful along with what has helped him and the solutions and tips that have helped him move out of those places to be able to really prioritize his mental health on a daily basis. So I really wanted to bring this conversation to the table for you guys because I love featuring stories like this because everyone can relate in some form or another of having struggled with your mental health, having struggled with the thoughts that you have going through your mind, not really sure where to start with getting into these different kind of topics. And also I do want to come on here again and thank all of you guys for tuning in to the episodes, for listening and providing me with your feedback, your love, your support. It really, really means the world to me to hear from you guys. And when I'm talking about this, I'm talking about Apple Podcasts. So when you guys go on Apple Podcasts, you have the option to leave a review, a five-star rating and write me a review. So what I want to do, like I do at the start of all the episodes is to, again, thank you guys for this. And I want to go ahead and read off one of the reviews that I have in front of me for you guys. And that one is from G Ralkowski. So this person said, so fun, master mental five stars. I am Gina Ralkowski and I am a post-traumatic growth coach for women who has been abused in childhood. I had the honor of being a guest on Paris's podcast and cannot speak highly enough of my time connecting with her. I am highly recommending guesting or listening to Paris and her lovely helpful podcast. So thank you. Thank you so much, Gina. And yes, Gina was 
such an awesome guest, you guys. And you know, I feel that way about every single person I bring to this virtual stage for you guys. So without further ado, I don't want to say too much more about this episode because I want my guests to get into that for you. So let's go ahead and get into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Master Your Mental Podcast. As you guys can see, based on the title of today's episode, Get Out of Your Head, we are diving into a powerful topic this week. Of course, I am bringing you the story, experiences, and tips of my special guest to provide value on this topic. I am joined by David Navarrete today, who is the owner of Moneta Design a branding media agency that helps businesses find their grand image and stand out through story-driven videos. I cannot wait for you to hear David's story today with helpful tips to get out of your head, which is something we all struggle with from time to time. So without further ado, welcome David to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Paris, so much for having me on. I I really appreciate this. Of course. And you guys, I'm really excited about this because I actually got connected with David through an awesome friend of mine. Both of ours are actually, his name is Nick. He hosts the Just Grow podcast, which um, David was just on and I was on as well. And I had the pleasure yeah, of tuning into his recent episode and hearing a little bit about his story and background. But I want to give David the floor to tell you guys all about this because his story is really powerful. And before we dive on into this one, you know, I would love if you could just share the number one thing in this life so far that lights you up like nothing else. The number one thing. That's interesting. (laughs) Well, I am a dad and I feel like, you know, the number one thing I got to say is just seeing my son wake up in the morning. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's the, that's the only thing, you know, that has, and actually I will share something later on about that, but that's the only thing that I feel like I look forward to in the mornings, just, you know, seeing his little eyes open wide and seeing the world of possibilities ready for him. So I'm going to say that. I love that. I love that so much. Just how you mentioned, just like being like the gift of being a father and like watching him wake up and just learn and grow and all these things. And I don't have kids yet, so I can't relate, but I can definitely hear that like in Mm -hmm. your voice and just the passion come through of having that is so special. And, you know, I probably can't put it into words as good as you can, (laughs) but, and I also love to kind of, you know, coming and Coming off of that, I would love if you could just talk to me about this topic because I know you also own your awesome business. So I'd love to kind of get into mm-hmm. that as well. So talk to me about what is it like for you, like navigating the world of entrepreneurship while struggling with mental health challenges? Man, I it's really hard, especially with the background that I have. Uh talking a little bit about that. Um, you know, I I grew up with a lot of attention. You know, I was, I always loved being the center of attention. I used to dance. I used to sing. I used to, I, I, I'm pretty sure I wasn't good at any of it, but the (laughs) fact that I had just a little audience that I could entertain was just, uh, you know, life-giving to me. Mm -hmm. Then for some reason, I started interpreting the world in an, in a negative way for me where I thought people were, you know, didn't like me or, you know, thought I was weird And I started closing off and I became very lonely Mm -hmm. and I was afraid of rejection. I was afraid of, you know, people going away from me. So all that kind of accumulated in turning, you know, that into depression and later on being suicidal. Mm -hmm. 
which I hid for many, many years because I didn't want to be, I didn't want to show that side of me. But mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur, now you got to face the world and put yourself out there and have P and, and be exposed to um, rejection. Like mm-hmm. number one thing as an entrepreneur, you know, do you like my product or not my services? So with my mental health, usually I, I with the opportunities, I just dive right in and, and I think about it later because if I think about it, it, I paralyze and I can't do it. So then the rejections came, you know, you're, you're, I, I just wanted to be, you know, I just wanted to be liked. I just wanted to be um, appreciated. So when clients would reject or people would reject, you know, I hate sales, um, mm-hmm. but uh, that's what was tough. That was really tough for my mental health and my depression. I, I would wake up every morning with a smile on my face saying, today's different. Today, people are going to like me in my business. And then sh- being shut down t- towards night and almost not being able to wake up the next morning because I just felt like I didn't have that motivation. Wow. And honestly, just sitting here and listening to you share that and get into that, I resonate so much with what you're talking about. And especially when you talk about, you know, going into this world of entrepreneurship. And I remember, you know, like from listening to the episode with you guys and Nick talking about sales, right. And talking about how you would go door to door and like having that rejection and just really internalizing that, especially, especially when you're already struggling with depression and these thoughts and these things already inside of you and in your mind. And then on top of that, you know, trying to put yourself out there, right. And, you know, make these new connections. And especially when you have something you built, that's yours, like this is something you made and, you know, you're offering your services to the world and you're having people, you know, who are like, Oh, you know, I don't really know, you know, if I like this or because people can, people, you know, are so, you know, they're, they will say whatever they want to say. It's business. It's the, they'll, yeah. Yeah. So, and, and I honestly just like commend you so much for, for coming out and having the, just the vulnerability to share that, because like you said, you know, for so long you struggled with not wanting to share that and having those thoughts and, you know, going from that depression to experiencing suicidal thoughts and hiding it from the world. So, you know, talk, talk to me about, you know, what, was there a certain moment or something in your life that happened where, you know, you felt like I want to share my experiences or was there something like that, that happened to get you from, you know, wanting to continue to just try to move forward and, you know, try to hide it a little bit instead of, you know, I want to talk about this. Like, was there a moment you know, I think after, so throughout my life, I've hurt myself many times just because I don't know, you know, to others, cause I haven't really talked, I haven't been in groups. I haven't talked about this, but for me personally, hurting myself was kind of the way of justifying why I was being, why I was hurting internally. Mm. So throughout my life, I've always hurt myself just to, you know, to justify my emotions. Um, but I've tried committing suicide twice. And the second time is when it got out of control. And I thought maybe that would be in my last you know, moments. And uh, I couldn't hide it anymore. It was plain sight. Like I was scared. Mm-hmm. And that's when my parents found out for the first time. And then, um, and then I just, you know, after that, I was like, you know, I, I think maybe I should just start telling people so that they don't see me as, I just think it's healthy if I knew someone in my circle that was going through the same things and, mm-hmm. and not everybody around me was Superman, basically. Like my dad, I, he never shared his problems or he never, he always seemed like that perfect Superman, mm-hmm. you know, for me. 
And around that time, um, me, me and my girlfriend, which we were transitioning into getting married because we had a son, um, we were having troubles and the second suicide attempt was because I was afraid of losing my son. I thought I was about to lose my son mm. in this relationship. Um, and, uh, standing on that, standing on that ledge, you know, ready to just, you know, thinking life isn't for me. Um, I kept seeing, I kept seeing my son and just flashing through my eyes, just seeing him grow up. And, and then at one point growing up without me, mm. that's the point where I stepped off and I said, you know what, I, I gotta, you know, I gotta be tough for him. I, I don't care what I'm going through. It's not about me. I, it's all about him which wow. is the reason why I think he is, you know, my, my shining star that I follow. Um, but uh, to kind of bring it back, um, I wanted to now express this so that when my son gets older and he understands and if he goes through these emotions, because maybe it's genetic, I'm passing, you know, mental health down, he'll know that I'm as vulnerable as it comes. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I, I love that so much, especially you touch on the aspect of like the Superman thing, right? Like seeing, you know, growing up yourself and not seeing your dad show these things, right. Or thinking, Oh my gosh, like, you know, he's like Superman to me, like he's doing all this and he's not having these troubles that I'm having. So, you know, and then internalizing that and thinking like, I can't share this because there's so many people, you know, that I've had conversations very similar to this, you know, like not seeing that growing up, you know, not seeing people talking about their mental health, talking about these challenges. Yeah. It it was actually, you know, really scary to think, you know, to even now, like there's people that I'm just afraid to have these conversations with because I don't, I know they're not going to judge me, but Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm still not justified to feel these emotions. I feel like they're not going to take me seriously. And I, I'm just a a weak person and kind of in like our society, like I don't want to be seen as weak. I'm supposed Mm -hmm. to be this, you know, protector and just have all my stuff together. So that's kind of scary for me to express, but, um, kind of where I was going with that is that, um, yeah, like I said, I, I, I was, I was scared to express that. And, Mm -hmm. and I had coping ways, coping mechanisms to internalize it so that I didn't have to share that. Wow. And, and I, wow. <laughs> and and the, uh, like I, like I talked on uh, Nick's podcast, some of those coping mechanisms were now that I think of them really sad. I, mm. I used to play hide and seek with myself and just hide in, in, in little places and just imagine the world without me and how everything would just keep you know, go on. My mom's still cooking. My dad's still working. Like my Mm -hmm. siblings are playing, like it's fine without me. And it'll make me feel good somehow. Um, Another one, which is really crazy that I think of is I used to, I used to pray, you know, to God and be like, you know, please give me all the pain in the world. Please give me all the misery. I'll take it. And if that's why I'm suffering, if that's why I'm suffering every day, then that's, that's fine with me. I will live and I won't, you know, I won't kill myself so that I can take the misery from the world. And wow. that would get me through a lot of days. Wow. And just honestly, just hearing you say that, cause I feel like that's, that's what I, I feel like I relate so much to what you're talking about, because that's really for me, how I used to live a lot of my life. And I honestly can tell you too, like, I never saw myself 
talking about this because just like you, like I didn't grow up with, you know, parents who were, would talk about this. I, no one ever talked about, you know, mental health, like struggles, whenever anyone did talk about mental health, it was always like this person, you know, is crazy, wants attention. I don't know how to deal with them They're It's too much. So I heard this and I would see that and I would think, okay, if that's what it looks like to struggle, then what's wrong with me? Like something's different and you feel alone. And then that, and then that just perpetuates itself. Like you feel like you can't, and you really do shut yourself off from connecting with people because you, you think that it's almost like feeling like a fraud. Like I can't show Mm -hmm. my true self to you, but I want to, but I feel like if I do, you might judge me. And like you said, like you, you said that you feel like there's still certain people who, you know, won't judge you, but you feel like just getting into that conversation, like not just take it serious. They won't take it serious. Like it's Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it makes it still makes people feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like they don't want to hear me that I almost ended my life. Yeah, and I um, and I feel like that's because that's the thing too is I feel like that's why I love these conversations because more of these conversations really get people to realize, you know, that everyone deals with things, but not everyone can show them or feels like they can show them or feels like they even know how to show them. Like they don't even know where to start. And that to me, you know, like there, it's very true what you're saying. You know, there is a lot of people out there who are not as comfortable with these conversations. I know I could share my story and talk about same thing, you know, when I was younger, you know, having suicidal thoughts and, you know, and going and attempting suicide and not everyone I feel like knows they, I feel like sometimes people hear that and they think, what should I say back to this person? I don't know what to say back to them. I don't know what to say to give them a response that I think that they need. And it's almost like a, they start to panic a little bit and they just want to change the subject. Like, let's just talk yeah. about something else because I, I don't know how to help you. And it's, and it makes me sad because, you know, this is, it's real, it's, it's real life. You know, this is real stuff that people deal with on a daily basis and it just keeps getting worse. You know, we can't get these conversations started or people feel like they don't know where to go. You know, I don't know who to talk to or whether, or sometimes you can't afford therapy. You know, I can't afford to go to therapy or I can't. Yeah. yeah. So I would love to ask you, yeah, yeah, just, I would love to ask you too, you know, just from hearing you talk about this, um, like if you have like a routine or, or something that has helped you like in your life right now that you do on a daily basis, like to help you prioritize your mental health. Yeah, I feel like I'm almost forced to just nothing but prioritize my mental health because if I don't, I will spiral and I won't be able to even care to brush my teeth, get up, mm-hmm. or put salt, you know, you know, not wear underwear for the rest of the <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's um so some of the things that I've realized and I've spent, you know, almost I'm 27 now, so 26, like I 20, 22 years of just I thinking and being philosophical about why I'm here, why do I even exist, you know, at an early age. Um, but I realized that I might have maybe a chemical imbalance in my head, but at some point I started to interpret the world negatively. Mm-hmm. I started to, when people were laughing, I started interpreting as people laughing at me. Mm-hmm. Um uh, I started having these insecurities and I started putting them out there that, oh, I walk into a room and I think, 
oh, people don't like me because um, some reason. Now, my body language is now changing the way I interact with everyone else. And then they become people start thinking, oh, he's a little weird, which I got that <laughs> often, often. Like I used to not get invited. I used to not be, you know, I used to lose friends, not even <laughs> get mm -hmm. past the point of making friends because of, I was weird. Um, so I realized that the way, and, and this is, there's books on this, I'm sure, and all these kinds of things, but the way we interpret the world, if we change the way we perceive the world and assume the best, then our body is going to reflect that our mm -hmm. body language, our interactions, and you're still, still gonna, you're starting, you're going to start to, um, receive that kind of positive positivity. Yeah, no. And I relate literally a hundred percent to what you're talking about because I did what you're talking about. Like I used, I used to be like the exact same way of what you're saying, you know, when you walk in a room or you'd be somewhere and you'd hear people laughing, assuming like it's something I did, or, you know, something like it's something about me and just taking everything, you know, mm -hmm. everything that's going on, you know, something's wrong with me. And it's always something's wrong with me. It's never, you know, Oh, maybe I did this thing. Good. It's never that. So I feel like what you're saying with changing that body language, and especially like you're the thought processes that you're having, like really, you guys really make such a world of a difference because I honestly can tell you, like, I could not imagine living the way I used to live because it really wasn't like, you can relate probably so much to this as well. Just, you know, like you said, not even being able to make friends because of just how down you were from that, like the behaviors and the thought process, just continuing to get worse and worse and more negative. You really do put it out to the world without even realizing it. And that's the truth is like, sometimes we don't have awareness of like how sometimes our internal struggles can be like amplified to the world around us because we're trying so hard to hide it to ignore yes. it, to just keep going. You're fine. You're okay. Just keep going, keep going, keep going. And when you do that, you're neglecting yourself, you're hurting yourself. And we think sometimes, you know, because like you said, like growing up where you hear, okay, you're weak. If you have, you talk about your problems, mm -hmm. you know, all this stuff is, you know, a lot of what I would hear and what you would hear, you know, growing up. So, you know, what other option do you have? So, yeah, it's, it's, it's you just kind of reprogram your brain. You've mm -hmm. I, I spent all all of elementary programming my brain to think negatively, to think oh everything's towards me negatively. But you could start reprogramming your brain. It it's like, um, you know, just it, I think it goes like I think the secret the book secret kind of touches yes. on it a little bit. But like your brain doesn't interpret interpret positive or negative because they don't exist. Mm -hmm. It just is. So if you're constantly thinking about, uh, I can't get a guy, I can't get a girl, I can't get a good relationship, you don't, your brain doesn't interpret it as like, you know, oh, I can't get it. It just interprets it. That's what you're going to get. That's what you're going to mm -hmm. get. You, when I realized that no ambition, no goal of mine was too little because I knew that my brain was so powerful enough to get whatever it needed. It would figure out how to program itself to go for those goals and achieve it. Wow. Wow. But, oh my gosh. But, but half of the time you're telling yourself like, oh, I'm not getting any clients. I'm not getting any clients. Mm -hmm. Then your brain's going to start doing stuff to sabotage you into not getting clients. Cause mm -hmm. that's what you're feeding it. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. And I love that you bring that up because that just brings me to, you know, talking about literally what you created and just starting, you know, Moneta design, like talk to me about, I would love to ask you, you know, like since creating this, like 
has it positively impacted your mental health in any way? And if so, like, what has that impact looked like for you? Man, it's, it's changed my life. I, it, I, uh, a journey to an, like to someone's entrepreneurship, you know, the journey is, is many steps. And one of them is investing in yourself. I, you know, people don't, at first people don't really think about it because they're like, well, it's about money. It's about making money. If you have a good business, like, no, if you're creating your business and you're building something, it all starts with you. Like mm-hmm. everybody who's listening, please understand before you're starting a business, invest in yourself first. Mm-hmm. And then everything will start to line up because like I said, you could be, you have a killer business with the killer, you know, systems and processes, great offer, a great brand. But if you're telling your brain, if you're not, you know, out, you know, out of your, what was the t- tagline of the podcast? Out of your mind or out of your head? Yes. Yeah. Out if of your, yeah. Something yeah, like, yeah. Something yeah, like if that. If you're not out of your head, you are gonna. Get out of your head. Get out of your head. If you're not getting out of your head and you're stuck on why is my business not growing? Why is it not making money? Why I'm not getting clients? You're not going to grow no matter how great your business is. Mm -hmm. You're going to get stuck. So invest in yourself first. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Cause everything you talk about, like what you've been able to do, like how you invested in yourself and, and really like reframing the old beliefs that you spent you, like you said, all elementary school, like all your old years, building, building, building to be negative, literally rewiring that, because, you know, like, do you think that you would have been able to start your business if you kept living the way that you were? Absolutely not. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. I, in business, to me, one of the most important things is relationships and connections. And if you ask anyone, the only person that I first felt connected to that felt like accepted me was my girlfriend, my wife, m- m- the mother of my child. Um, we have a lot of differences, a lot of, you know, things to overcome, but, um, she was the first one to actually see me and I felt appreciated. And, um, I never felt like I belonged anywhere, not in my family, not in my nowhere. I never felt like I belonged. It made me lonely and lonely. If you didn't know is actually a, a serious, like biological, physiological disease that it's, it's basically like hunger. Like if you start Mm -hmm. to feel hungry, your body hurts, your body actually aches Mm -hmm. When you start to feel lonely, your body actually aches and it might cause, um, you know, maybe psychological damage if not fixed because you're um, biologically, you you need to stay in a pack to survive. Um, So that kind of, it was so bad because I couldn't interpret like um, uh, social interactions anymore. Um, there was one instance where I was on, I was at my church and I was texting, you know, the youth group and there, there was a little girl, there was a girl that I was interested in, but not too serious, but you know, as young guys were like, Oh yeah, I like her. And I would text her. And then I texted her and I would text her and she would reply very small. Right. I'm like, okay, I kind of get the hint, but maybe we're still friends. And I texted her one day and she's like, can't you take a hint? I'm, I don't want to talk to you. I, oh no one gosh. likes you here. Yeah. She's like, no one likes you. Um, can you please stop texting me? And I was like, Oh, okay. Oh my well, gosh. I guess. Yeah. Wow. I guess. Yeah. And, and there's many, hold on one second. Wow. <laughs> oh, I just, but, I can't believe that. That's, I, I mean, I, I love that example because 
I relate again, like so much. Cause especially when you really? talk about, right. Like these social, like being able, cause I feel like you just lose and in- completely lose interest in it. Like you just, I feel like sometimes you catch yourselves, like, you know, in conversations with people and you just, you don't know what to say. You kind of like catch yourself, like slipping off into like another world. And it's almost like, you know, you might think, Oh, you know, like this person, you know, I'm talking to, you know, like, we're good. Right. But then like you said, just not because for, for me, like I said, I, I internalized and made it negative. I thought Mm -hmm. for me, I thought everybody didn't like me. I just, Mm -hmm. I just, from the start, I just thought that. So to overcome that, I said, okay, I'm not going to interpret the world any certain way. I'm just going to interpret that everyone likes me. Mm -hmm. And if they don't, I'm just gonna like, you know, pretend that it's not true so that I can at least make friends. And that, that kind of was over, I think it was too much. I I remember my wife telling me advice, like, hi, I think you come on too strong. And I was like, really? And then, yeah, because you come off weird when you're trying to make friends. Um, So I just (laughs) didn't, I didn't know the sweet spot and I'm still figuring it out. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that kind of led me to like, not have a lot of friends. And if I still if I still got, I was still in my head about it. I don't think I would have been made, making these great relationships uh, in business. Yeah. And I'm, and another thing that I think is super cool is Nick was telling me that you do the videography for Arizona entrepreneurs, which is another incredible organization that, you know, I'm like, I love their events and I'm actually going to their event at the end of this month this summit. Yes. Yeah. So I said, and you guys, it's so cool because, you know, if you're local to Arizona, um, Arizona entrepreneurs is an incredible organization. They put on local events for all kinds of awesome entrepreneurs and just fired up passionate individuals out here in Arizona to come together and network and meet. And David does their videography. So, you know, see, that's another example of a relationship you know, that he's been able to build because of rewiring these old beliefs, because it's a, it's a truth when you walk around and you think everyone hates me, you know, you're going to, you're going to make it a reality. You're literally making that a reality because you believe it so strongly that if someone ever were to want to be your friend or like you, you wouldn't believe it anyway. So, so that's the power in that. And, you know, I would love to ask, you know, I love asking everybody this question because I always get a different answer and they're always like super amazing. So I'd love to ask you, David, right now in this moment, what are you currently doing to master your mental? I am trying to work out. (laughs) (laughs) I I know that working out is great because I stress a lot. Um, So, you know, making holes in that gallon to alleviate that stress, you know, uh, is is what I'm working on. But I, you know, that's my, that's my biggest thing that I'm trying to do work. No, it's, that's huge because like you, like everyone, all you guys probably know, you know, the connection between our mental health and our physical health, when you pour into yourself in any way, right. Whether that's through reading books, listening to podcasts, you know, working on your business or working at whatever it is, you are helping yourself in a way that's contributing to the greater good of who you are as a person. So I love that answer. I think it's so important because, you know, like that's what I found too. Like I, back when I used to not work out and then, you know, how it is today, you really see the difference. And it doesn't mean you have to, you know, every single day, like, you know, be doing like these crazy workouts, you know, just depending on what you want to do and what fits good with your schedule, just getting something in is just great. 
just getting up and moving and something mm-hmm. interesting that I didn't know I was doing. Um, I think it's called dynamic meditation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Have you heard of that? Yeah. Yeah. You have, uh, can you explain it to me? I might, uh, before yeah. I say anything. So I think, yeah. So honestly, meditation is another great one, but sometimes you don't even have awareness that you're, you're literally doing that right now. Like you're literally mm-hmm. in a state of meditation because you are not because sometimes I feel like it's hard to like turn your mind off and your thoughts off and to just be present and just be in this moment so that is a powerful one as well so you do that as well right dynamic yeah 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 so I I I try to meditate sometimes to me it's the same as praying is just just clearing your head and and using all your five senses to experience the world like choose one or choose all of them the goal is all of them for me you know Mm -hmm. um but uh, something that I, someone told me with dynamic meditation is just moving. Um, there's different things, but the, I tried dynamic meditation where you're just moving instead of just like quietly sitting mm-hmm. and focusing. And I realized that the same energy that I get from dynamic meditation is the same thing I do to, to cope when I'm sadder or feeling depressed, which is wow. dancing and karaoke. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. I, I love that. I'm this. I usually I'm editing here, right? I'm editing and I have my microphone here attached to a speaker and my phone with the Bluetooth. And I'm just putting karaoke as I'm editing and I'm just singing while I'm editing stressed out or, you know, anytime I have, like I wake up and I have a free day, I'm dancing and I'm on just dance on the you know, the switch that to me is my (laughs) dynamic meditation. And it it just makes me feel so good. I love that. I love that. And I see, I think that's the the most beautiful thing is to have something like, even if it's a small thing and you think this is a small thing, it's a big thing. If it's really like affecting you and having that impact. So yeah, I love it. Dynamic meditation, moving your body, dancing, karaoke, all these things are amazing because they help you prioritize your mental health and take care of you and really keep you on that path. So I love it so much. And honestly, David, like, I feel like I could talk to you forever about this topic. Like we can go like for hours on mental health and just, you know, your story and like more in detail. I love it. And I honestly just want to thank you for, you know, making the time to come out here on master mental and just share your story with us, share your tips and like really share the difference that these things have made in your life. So, I mean, it's been amazing. So thank you so much for coming out. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate this opportunity. (laughs) Yeah. And I can't, I can't wait to share it with you guys. Cause you know, David's story is like, just like you guys heard super, super powerful and tell everybody like, where can they get more in contact with you and, you know, learn more about you and what you're doing. So I'm actually working on a personal brand because I know a lot of people, you know, are more curious about me and back, you know, thinking that I don't really matter. I didn't really start a personal brand, but I'm going to start one now. Uh, But for now, you can just follow my business page at monettadesign.com. Just monettadesign.com. Monetta Design everywhere. Perfect. Yeah. And definitely check him out. Check out his work. Um, Super cool and love, love his content. So you guys go check him out, follow him there. Um, And I want to say a big thank you to you guys, whether it is the daytime or the nighttime. I want to thank you guys for tuning in and listening to this episode. And I'm going to end it on that note. Wish you guys all a great rest of your day or night. So thanks guys. Bye. 
All right, guys, that was the end of the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed creating it for you. As always, if you guys would like to get in touch with me to become a guest or share your thoughts, you can do that in a number of ways. You can shoot me an email at hello at masteringmental.com or you can DM me on Instagram at masteryourmental where you can also find a link in my bio that you can use to find me on all of my other social media platforms. I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day and thank you so much for listening to the Master Your Mental podcast. Have a good one, guys. Bye.